flag here. If we can get him, great. If not, still a hell of a night. Keep it clean. Sorry, guys. Keep going! Keep going! It's stuck! I did. Keep going! Keep going! Randall boys, everyone. Great car, great stop. Proud of all y'all. Go! It's the last lap, dog! Go! Go! And welcome back to the rain delayed uh, <laughs> last case of emotion. We have- I'm really excited that I didn't have to go in my yard for this one. Yeah. Because that wouldn't have been fun at all. So, um, I'm luckily covered and my service is good. So, that is welcome good. back, everybody. Sturgill seems to be looking longingly. Sturgill seems to be looking longingly outside like he wants to. like the rain? Uh, yeah, yeah, he does like it. He wants to go outside uh, yeah, in the rain, but then he have a wet dog, so. Yeah, same here. So, so he was at uh, his boarding place this past weekend, and he gets a bath and a nail trim before he comes home, and I go pick him up yesterday morning, and uh, he comes out soaking wet, soaking wet. I'm like, did you not dry him off? They're like, well, you know, he had his bath and we dried him off. And then we let him outside and he jumped in the pool. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. So they came me back, him soaking wet, smelling just like wet dog. Like, defeats the purpose. Like, yeah, it defeats the purpose. I'm like, are you going to give me a refund or what What the hell's going on? So, but they didn't. Um, so he smells like wet dog. So wet, I'm not giving him a bath myself. So. Wet dogs are the worst. My, uh, my, my roommate has a dog. So I now have that thing. Coming around the house, uh, it's a little dog. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Sentable dog. I think I hear it. No, that's I, the squeaker from. Oh, that's Archie. That's Archie. Archie's squeaker. Okay. Yeah, that that dog in here right now. He, uh, uh, my roommate does some. Uh, he takes him to work with him. I think it's his. Uh, what are they called? Emotional support dogs or something. Um, oh. That's a whole other. I didn't know you had a roommate. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's the drummer from the band. He he moved in. Um, he hit some COVID hard times and needed a place to to stay. And I had a room, and he's paying a little bit of rent. And uh, you know, I'm making a little bit of money on the side, so that's a good thing. You know. Yeah. That's good. I've lived alone for eight years, and going from you know zero roommate to roommate dog. Oh, and he's also got kids in the house. That's a whole lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's going through a I mean, separation. Fine, so. You and I switched because I had a roommate for like eight years and then yeah, starting in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the reverse of that. And it's, it's a, it's a process. Oh, well, you know, you're getting dogs in the house, you kids in the house. You know, it's you're getting like the whole meal here, right? And, uh, seeing how you like it, I guess. I mean, but, it's like one of those yeah. things. It, it just so, it went from nothing to everything. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of an adjustment. Oh, we got yeah. a frozen frozen blanket. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. I'm good. You guys, I I can see you great. So. Uh, Am I still froze? No, you, your your picture's frozen, but your audio uh, is yeah. coming is coming in good. Well, that's the that's the beauty of this. It's the beauty. It's, okay, it's, we'll call we're it gonna, rain. We're gonna. Keep you got. Going on that. Yeah. You, you got the satellite stuff. You got the HughesNet, so uh, they don't do well with rain and clouds. So, so satellites. Well, I'm not on that. Oh, I'm you're not. Okay. So I'm on my phone. I'm on my hotspot on my phone outside. All right. And 
So, but yeah, huge. Even if it was the sunniest day ever, it wouldn't support Zoom. So there's like one cloud that'll pass in front of the sun on the sunniest day, and it kills. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, even if there was no clouds, yeah. if there's a direct link to the satellite they have, it's not going to be enough. So it's funny. <laughs> people were sending me tweets this weekend of like, they were like, should I do it? They had a pic- they had a mail from like HughesNet. I'm like, hell no, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, no. Don't do it. Do something else. I don't know if you can do anything else, but do something else. Yeah. Weather uh, played a little bit of a issue down there in, in Florida, which is not shocking. It's Florida in the summer. Like. Did you see? Did you see the the, the water spout that was over uh, the water? Like one of the cameras caught it, um, and then we did a little time lapse thing. Stricken and I did in the office. You see that little thing curl over? That was kind of a unique uh, addition. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah, we saw it. It was off of like turn three or something. Yeah, before and uh, it was wild, man. I didn't know what it was for a second, and then we we're like, oh, I thought it was like a start of a tornado out there, <laughs> but it's, they call it a water spigot, right? Water spout. Water spout. Yeah. All right. Spider. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. So like, so that's just like a vortex taking water from. I'm here. (laughs) I just saw Kim's foot like in the, it's like, is she doing yoga in the middle of the uh, podcast? Sucking water up from the ocean. Uh, But yeah, the, the, the water spout and then the lightning, you know, we had some delays, but then when we got to racing, it was a good. Oh yeah. Homestead, uh, it it barely rained. I mean, it rained in three and four, like right at the start of the race before we even got in the cars and they dried that out right away. Um, And then it didn't rain a drop after that but we had all these delays for lightning and things like that and that that stunk uh but yeah be safe i understand i understand that deal but it, it stinks you know one lightning strike within eight miles and you gotta sit for 30 minutes and that clock restarts every single time there's another strike yep. so um yeah that kind of kind of stinks uh hate it for the fans too they were sitting around there for a while all thousand of them but um but yeah once we finally got back going there uh, we were able to run the whole race through. So, uh, and it was an exciting race, man. I, I had fun. It was fun. Yeah. So, so the 12. Yeah. Yeah. We, not bad. I felt, we raced the same cars all night. It was like <laughs> the 12, the 11, the nine and the eight, like all night we raced around each other. And, um, so unfortunately we were the third of the four cars to finish. Can we talk about but, what Reddick did? Did he think, that the race had ended and it was still yes he did he did if you listen to his radio um he starts thanking everybody on the radio like dude it's there's still a lot to go like go 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 so yeah yeah. i saw that last yesterday and i didn't know what happened to him because he was me him and chase were like right on top of each other in the last three laps and i was looking in my mirror and i looked up off the floor and he was like I don't know, five or ten back. And I look back on the back stretch, he was gone. I was like, what happened to him? And then I I thought he hit the fence or something hard and like slowed way down. But yeah, I laughed pretty hard at the uh at the audio. His spotter and crew chief were like, What are you doing? <laughs> he was yelling at him. He's trying to thank everybody. And that, like, that thanks guys, did a great job. He was like, What the hell are you doing? Go. That that may or may not be the audio that we play off the top because that yeah. uh Is that easy to do as a driver though, like forget what lap you're on. Um, I've never done it. I've, I mean, there's, there's been instances. I mean, Mark Martin did it back in the day. Yep. He pulled off the racetrack leading yeah. and lost the race. Um, 
but yeah, it's definitely been done before, but um, yeah, because I just thought it was yeah. like, all right, white flag here, and he did. I think he had dad brain. I don't know. He just had a little brain fart. Yeah. It, it happens, so. Well, it, brain. Yeah. It was pretty no, funny, was but he still, like, was good. he still had a good run. That was a good run for uh, that, that rookie. Uh, no, he did good all night. I mean, he runs really good there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's won the last two Xfinity races there and uh, last couple of years, and uh, he ran really good last night. So I figured, I, I knew he was going to be pretty good there. Of the four races in two days that we had, like, I thought all of them were exciting to watch, personally. Uh, the Xfinity races, those composite bodies on the Xfinity cars, like, the fact that they're able to hit the wall and keep going and it doesn't affect them as much, like... It to me that Xfinity race reminded me a little bit of Darlington. Like everybody was trying to get the homestead stripe, like just yeah. rush it a little bit, and then if they, you know, so it it was fun to watch those. And then you got late race cautions in those, and then the Cup race, you still had that same strategy going on. It's just you got in a little bit more trouble if you got into the wall. Last thing, unless you hit the wall really hard, you know, you saw a couple guys hit the wall hard and cut tires down. In yeah, the Xfinity race, which that'll happen. But you can hit them things pretty decent and keep digging it. But if cup cars are so sensitive on that stuff, with all the flares and you know the steel bodies and stuff, it's it, it's it'll really hurt tonight if you hit it, you know, at all. Really, I, I hit it. Yeah. And, uh, luckily to be able to kind of halfway fix it and be still pretty good. But um, yeah, those things, man, you almost could get spoiled in them cars. Like running up by the wall, like it's no big deal if you hit it. I can see you get spoiled in that stuff, like going from Xfinity to Cup racing because it's, it's just two different things. You can hit the wall and kind of it doesn't hurt you really that bad. It was a good weekend of racing action at Homestead Miami Speedway, but that wasn't the you know we also had races at Miami or not Miami. We're in Miami. Like we just talked about them. I know I was I was switching to Martinsville, but I looked a little too high on my little rundown sheet and read. Uh, I saw the M and didn't really process the brain thing to add a brain fart like uh like tyler anyway uh martinsville midweek racing yeah and under lights we've had martinsville races for no summer lights before but you know this was under lights uh they called it and uh that was a good show yeah it was a lot of uh comers and goers at martinsville we were definitely a goer in the beginning and uh we were we were coming at the end so which is always a good way to finish yeah yeah you definitely want to so you want to be coming on strong at the end that's yep. that's definitely the the way to go on that. That's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but no, it was exciting. Um, yeah, I thought the Martinsville race was pretty good. So, yeah, uh, but now we have a whole week before Talladega. So, well, you got to mentally prepare for Talladega, week, uh, right? Yeah, new rules package, and you know, you know how Talladega is. So, and fans. Good. I know we're having more fans there. There's going to be five thousand fans, uh, which is good. Um, so, just keep. Uh, Keep piling them in as the things, as hopefully you know things start to keep getting better. Healing. Which Am the I other thing? Frozen? No, you're you're good right now. We're, you know, oh, you, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's just say the other thing about Talladega is so big, you can you can space people out a lot better. So that'll be a good race. Uh, we also had some news the night of the Martinsville race. You know, NASCAR announced that uh, they would be banning the Confederate flag, which angered some fans, but also welcomed in. A whole like we got on social media, all these people saying, "Well, I'm going to watch a NASCAR race now," and we got new fans watching at Martinsville and then at at Homestead. I mean, ratings were up. That's good, you know. I yeah, the Confederate flag deal. You know, I got asked it after uh, after Atlanta or 
I got asked a question about it after Atlanta and then after Martinsville, you know, after they put it out there. And, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing about that stuff is about that flag is it makes a lot of people feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, it, uh, you know, a lot of people look at it as hatred, um, to where some people don't look at it that way. And I guess that's just kind of where you're from. But I think, but most people look at it in a bad way. And, you know, the last thing you want for fans, especially new fans that want to come to the racetrack is to feel uncomfortable. They see that flag. Uh, so I think it was a good move for NASCAR. You know, we're not, I just don't want people to feel uncomfortable going to the racetrack. Um, and I think that flag did. And I hope, uh, you know, I hope people will, you know, be, be happy with that. It's, it seemed to be getting, you know, you have your good and bad. But yeah. uh, I think a lot of people have been relieved that that's happened, which is good. Well, I think Brian McGee has a really good article. Yeah. If anybody still has an argument for that flag, I encourage you to go read Ryan's article. He did some good interviews, too, about how that flag lost its glory a long time ago. And it hit his article really kind of, for me, hit the nail on the head because he's from North Carolina. I'm from North Carolina. And it was weird that he put that article out when he did because I had gone down the ancestry rabbit hole and like I was like all that stuff was marinating in my head about all right my ancestors did this 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 and this like I had an ancestor that ran an armory in uh Columbus Georgia during the war profiting off of the war his son you know left home at like 14 to go volunteer to fight that same son who was my great 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 grandfather I think um who his last name is my mom's maiden name and it is the name that we call my nephew. That man, after the war, joined the clan, And that's a part of my history. And the way McGee wrote that and listed out, like, when I go to the racetrack and I see that flag, I've seen it more in northern states than I have in southern states. I've seen it in Michigan and upstate New York more than I have in Alabama, South Carolina, or North Carolina. And, and that offends me. One, because it's not that McGee worded it well as like, I know the history of that flag. I know the people that fought for that flag. And I'm not proud of what they did. There was no battle of Darlington. There was no battle of of Talladega. That flag doesn't belong there. That flag mm-hmm. belongs in a museum and it belongs in a place where we can talk about it and we can talk about the good yeah. of the history and the bad of the history because the good and the bad is what makes us who we are. And you have to look at that. You have to know where you came from to know where you're going. Exactly. So. Yeah, a lot of people were saying we're trying to erase history. That is not the case. If you want to go see the flag, you can open a history book or you can go to a history museum and admire it there if that's you're so choosing. It's... Yeah. It has a place, and that place is in a museum and on a battlefield. And the good thing that has come out of all of this is we've had a lot of people. Um, Alvin Kamara was at the track in in Miami. Um, we've had athletes from other sports that have been, you know, saying, "Hey, I want to learn more about NASCAR now." And that has been the fact that we're now in a place where people want to come watch more NASCAR is an amazing thing. I think, you know, the reason why that is just, yeah, people are starting to feel more comfortable, you know I mean? that And, you know, if, if NASCAR is showing initiative of, of progressing with times, you know, for sure. And uh, that's good. You know, it's opening up to the new people who are maybe hesitant about it first. And 
um, whether it's other athletes, just other people. I mean, hell, Le- LeBron James was tweeting about NASCAR. Yeah, I texted Bubba when I saw that on the way to Martinsville. I'm like, dude, that's all being from Ohio. And uh, I was really jealous that he tweeted, <laughs> he tweeted Bubba. I was like, man, if you ever get to meet him, I'd be like your plus one. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, a childhood hero. But, um, no, that's great. I mean, it's just opening up, uh, opening NASCAR up, you know. So, it's good. We got to keep going in that direction. Yeah. For sure. Well, you We're did not trying get... to kick fans out who have been no. fans of NASCAR for a long time. We're just trying to be more welcoming, open to everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, we were open to everybody before, but you know, just trying to make everyone feel comfortable, things like that. Um, I think that's a good, good direction. I was gonna, gonna be back. I was gonna to transition it to the uh, NASCAR, you know, frequently asked questions or one hundred and one stuff that with all of the new fans that are starting to watch, saw it on Twitter during both Martinsville and. Homestead fans were asking questions about what was going on during the race. What, you know, what, you know, what are stages? What is this? Like, what are some, like, if you got a new fan coming in, what are some things that they should know coming into the sport so they can uh, watch it and enjoy the race? You know, how do you pick your driver? That was a big question that I saw. I was like, who, who do you pick to cheer for? Obviously our answer would be Ryan Blaney, just because, you know, that's, this is the show. We have a totally awesome podcast. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. What uh, else do you need? How do you pick your driver? I mean, that's – I would like to know. I, I don't know. You know, that's something I don't really know as personal preference, right? I mean, you like – you know, if you're new to NASCAR and maybe you don't know anything about any of the drivers, how do you pick your driver? Okay, maybe you like a certain number they run. Do you think their car is pretty? Uh <laughs> Uh, maybe you've seen a photo of them and you like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, uh, kind of, I guess that's, that's tough to try to find your favorite, like right off the bat. Yeah. Like if I, if I, I've never watched a squash match in my life, this person, people are playing, you know, and I don't know if I, I don't know what the hell to talk about. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you pick your favorite driver. People ask me all the time, like, why should I be a fan of yours? I'm like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> cool. Yeah, be a fan of me because I'm cool sure, and you're sure. cool. We're both cool. We can be cool together. Another question. Maybe that wasn't the best answer to that question. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I feel know like we should ask a NASCAR fan why. Yeah, they- you guys aren't helping me at all. You guys, aren't, you guys just. You said, you, you know, just pick Ryan Blaney. It's easy. You, yeah. you don't even need to look at the rest of the field. There we what? go. Look at that. Boom. Boom, shakalaka. Next question. What are the different levels of racing? Obviously, you know, we know about Cup, Xfinity, Trucks. You've got K&N. You've got ARCA. You've got IMSA. You know, you've got all these things that are under the NASCAR umbrella. So how do the different levels of racing work, and how does one get to the Cup level? So a lot of people start in these things called go-karts or quarter midgets, which are very small cars. Um small motors and you can start them at five years old and really as you get older you can move up to different cars like i went like quarter midgets bandoleros when i was you know 10 or 11 with these legend cars which are like old 30s looking coupes uh, and then i did asphalt late models when i was like 13 or 14 which are just like your first full size race car 
then you kind of get to the NASCAR series that I think of like ARCA or KNN, which is your first ones that you run on like the big tracks, like the big mile and a half. First time you really run on NASCAR tracks. Then trucks is finished cup. So it's, there's a lot of levels outside of NASCAR that you kind of have to do to work your way up, but, um, there's no really direct route. You can kind of do whatever you want. So Just kind of make it up as you go. You guys not going to add anything. Nothing. Kim, Kim, you got any, anything to add? Well, it's kind of like minor leagues. You guys got nothing to add. You just got to let me league, uh, do that. We were enjoying the max headroom aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like minor league baseball, there's like triple A baseball, double A. It's kind of like when you look at like at least the top three touring series, it's kind of like that in my opinion. So like, some people not, may not be familiar with the other, like ARCA and KNN, some of the lower tiers. Those are kind of, uh, I wouldn't call it grassroots, but like get your feet wet. But then the big three series of the top touring series are kind of like your major leagues, your minor leagues, talking truck and Xfinity, because ultimately the goal is to get to cup. Yeah. I think. Well, uh, but you know, you've got. Unless you just are cool where you are, because you have the Johnny Sauters and the Matt Craftons of the world that just like to ride. Well, in the trucks, I mean, it's a different. Like, I feel like there's a different. Uh, yes, you can get behind the wheel of anything, but like some folks might be better at driving the truck and the aerodynamics of a truck sure. as opposed to, uh, you know, car. And I just got the Z, we're boring people. <laughs> Disease that we're boring people. I got one other question. The big question that I saw, and I know we've asked it before and we've we've answered it before, but what happens, Ryan, when you feel the need to go to the bathroom? And he's doing it right now. He's just freezing. He's concentrating like, very hard. And if, uh, thank you. Uh, different people tell you different things. <laughs> yeah, concentrating. Uh, yeah. Di- Different people tell you different things. Uh, I make sure that I, uh, uh, but I have heard about some people who just do it. Yeah. And uh, I've never done it before. I've never pissed myself and I don't plan on it. Uh, so I take care of that before the race, but sometimes you got to go, you got to go, man. Well, it's interesting to see like right before everybody gets in the car, there's a mad dash to the Porta Johns that are along pit road. Yeah. I can't tell you the number of times I've had to divert uh MRM pre-race interview because the driver I was bird dogging hopped into the porta potty. Bird dogging turtle heading. You saying the driver going in there to pop a squat or uh, just. No, like, for, like when I'm looking for a driver. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I thought you meant you were saying that no, the driver was, was the driver was turtle heading. They had to get to the Porta John before they got in the car. No. But yeah, it is a mad dash to the to the restroom before the race, just because you wait till the last second. But honestly, you sweat out during the race. So your answer is you generally sweat it out because you're finally tuned athletes that are uh, have high elevated heart rates and uh, that causes a lot of sweat and it's hot, so you're going to sweat it all out. So is that what you were? I said he split most of it out during the race. Yeah. Well, no, nothing, nothing. We kind of heard you a little bit. Um, What I was going to say was fans. So this actually, I I can't say anything else. We can hear you. It's just, it it like delays and it does like the old, like 
Yes. And make it sound really slow and long. Okay. This. <laughs> I think he's behind, like I think we're behind where he is. We're hearing him in the past. This actually makes me feel better if you guys can hear me. This makes me feel better because I gave like a long, intricate answer to the levels of NASCAR to get it out. <laughs> And you guys didn't say a fucking word for like two minutes. So I was like, either they're being dicks or I didn't explain it good or my connection's bad. So I was curious about that. It was the connection. It was the connection. The connection killed this segment. We're going to go with that. It was the connection. But fans, if you have uh, like questions that you want to know, tweet us. (laughs) Like send a tweet. Uh, uh, Hashtag GCOE. So we can have it answered. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get your answers. We'll uh, they'll be typed out in Morse code. Um, you know, Blaney is that's how we're going to do the podcast next week. It'll be and then we'll translate. Remember, I smashed my finger. Remember me telling you that? Yeah. And I tweeted about it. All these people, which I never did it, told me that I needed to drill a hole, take either a drill or a hot needle, and puncture the nail. To relieve yeah. the pressure so all that blood comes out, and I still haven't done it. Does it hurt? Some people said it hurt. No, I mean. I'm not that. No. Does so your does hand. Yeah. Uh, it did the first day. For the first day, it like throbbed for eight hours. Just paint your nails and you'll be fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will see it. I'm wondering though if the nail's gonna fall off once the like blood blood part grows out. No, I, I've done that before, and it just works its way. Uh, like that little dot will end up here, and then it'll just slowly grow, grow away. It'll okay. grow away as it goes away. But the blood will be dried. I take it. Yes. Oh yeah. It's not gonna be like when it. It's you're not gonna get like blood oozing out as your nail grows. Like you're not gonna one day wake up and just have a bloody hand. It's 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 dried blood at this point. I think they were saying like when it initially happens. It's blue blood at this point. You know, blue blood. Blue blood. NASCAR announced some other news uh, this week. We announced uh, one. There's two things that we're gonna talk about here. You got the All Star race going to Bristol. That was announced yesterday. And then, to, yes, or no, Monday. Well, yesterday's yesterday. Yesterday's yesterday, but today's today, which is Hall of Fame. And then this releases tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So today, when this releases, the Hall of Fame will have been announced. And the Hall of Fame class. And we know who's in it. So, a little uh, drum roll. The 2021 NASCAR. I'm shaking my camera as, <laughs> as the drum roll. Hall of Fame class for 2021 is Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Stefanik, Red Farmer, and the landmark award winner is Ralph Seagraves. This is the first year that we've done the, you know, gone down to uh, three inductees and then the landmark award winner. I think it's how it should be. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know. Exclusive. Dale Jr., I think it goes without saying, he, he you know, was the most popular driver for the, for a number of years. He's redneck, uh, redneck Jesus, you know, no-brainer, Dale Jr. in. Then you got Mike Stefanik. I bel- How many times was he a champion? I want to say Multiple. seven or eight. Like, it, he, it's up there. I thought he was seven. Like, at least half a dozen, I thought. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Red Farmer, who is still racing 
to yeah. this day. I mean, Crazy. he still has a hero card. We were at Talladega like a year or two ago and he was racing something and postman went out to watch him and got a signed hero card of red farmer. Mm-hmm. What the, what we interviewed him for the, uh, we interviewed him for the Neil Bonnet feature last year and He's still wearing his Red Farmer racing shirt. He was going to like work on his car later on that day. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me that he's one of like the original Alabama gang members and he's still racing. Alabama gang members. (laughs) One of the original members of the Alabama gang. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Got to get the, yeah. Mike Stefanik. Uh, where's his championships? I'm pulling it up. I'm looking up racing reference right now. How I just, old is he again? Hmm? How old is he? Who, Mike Stefanik? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Red, Farmer. Sorry, Red Farmer. Yeah. Red Farmer is 90? No, I thought he was 80s. He's getting close. It 90s, is. 90s, like. Not no, Red Farmer is 92 years old. He was born in 1928. Stop. I knew he would. I knew he was like in his 90s and he was running. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. Yeah, but he like he doesn't. When we interview him, he he doesn't act like a 92 he year old. He has all of his um, faculties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. Uh, it was a good interview. Good interview. I'm telling you, it was fun. And then of course, Rouse Fee Graves. You have him as well. Um, who was an? Who's that guy, Dale Junior, that you mentioned? What, what, what's he? What did he do? I think he was what a, a former car mechanic, maybe. He was a mechanic. That, yeah, like a changed oil, yeah. maybe. He worked, worked in tire shop. Yeah, yeah. tire guy, yeah. tire guy tire shop. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of him a little bit, but I didn't yeah. think he was. I didn't, you know. Hmm. Didn't know if he was that that good to get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. First ballot, no, you know. I don't think so either. First ballot Hall of first, Fame. First ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, but it's good class. Yeah. What's your take on the class there, Ryan? I like it. I like how they, you know, went to three and then the landmark award. Um, no, I like the class. I mean, all those guys done a lot for the sport, and uh, I think it's a it's a good class. I'm excited to. Uh, hopefully, I can go. I was able to go last year. Uh to the induction ceremony, which is really cool. And uh, we were actually able to, um, I believe it was last year, it might have been the year before, uh, whenever when Roger got in, uh, me, Joe, and Brad were able to introduce which is really cool. So I think I it was wonder, two years ago. I, know. I wonder who Dale, Dale's intro person will be. Too bad his... That could, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I said that like ten seconds ago, and I just heard it come through. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there, there's. This is going to be like the the editing on this show is going to be uh, like because I can hear you go, and then it it catches up. It draws it out so it makes it sound like you're talking really slow as opposed to like a, a straight delay. Yeah. So instead of like you say something and then ten seconds later we hear it, it's like. Ooh, it's like so you're saying that Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be in the Hall of Fame. So <laughs> now I just think so you're telling me I need to talk 
talk really fast like this. <laughs> yes, you need to talk really fast like that. Did that say normal? Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> talk like the Micro Machines guy for the whole show, and it'll be great. Mike Stefanik, seven Wheeland Modified Tour championships and two <laughs> Bush North Series championships. Yes, I just really fast. So we're going to do uh, the All Star Race at Bristol here. And <laughs> that was better. That was good. That was good. That was good. Um, yeah, All Star Race at Bristol. Go. <laughs> you bring it up, and I thought you had a you had a thing that you're going to say on it. Now, All Star Race is moving to Bristol. What if I talk really slow like this? Slower is actually better. <laughs> you got to go That's slow to go fast. Oh, yeah. I wish you could see my dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to Bristol, and it might be time to wrap this up, or you guys can finish the show, because this is obviously not working. Of course, right when you said that, it started to work. Yeah. And there's Sturgill. Oh, Sturgill. Kim, thoughts on Bristol? He looks bigger. He's closer to the camera. I know. Uh, Bristol. Racing in a blender. Every time. I, I, haven't seen him in, I haven't seen him in real life in a while, and so I, he looks. It, maybe it's the camera. The camera adds ten pounds. So, I mean, his head is almost bigger than mine. Yeah. So, he might be the. Is my connection better now? He, he's helping. He might, <laughs> he might be helping it. He's conducting the uh, Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, that's why I got him. Yeah. Antennas. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Sturgill. Good job. Who's a good boy? That's a good boy. <laughs> he tries to bite my nose for some reason. Oh. We also got uh, test, testing out some paint schemes at Bristol, too. Uh, any thoughts on the paint schemes? With the numbers? With the number moving? It doesn't bother me. I know people are, like, all up in arms about it, but I don't hate it. I got no real opinion either way on them. Like, I mean, it, I, 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 the same. I don't know that that much lead paint... If there's still lead in the paint at that end of the race car, is going to change any of the balance. To me, change. You could paint the car however you wanted to paint it, as long as the action on the track was good and the action on the track was like the Bristol race uh, earlier this year. I'm cool with it. Like, you could put the numbers on the bottom of the car for all I care. Hmm. It would be bad for spotters. Like, they would not be able to see, uh, you know, where the car is if the numbers were on the bottom. Yeah. Sturgill left, so I think that's he he uh lost his conductor. Hang on, I think you're back. Can, Doubt, doubtful. I mean you hear me, I hear you, right? I can see you moving now. You were yeah. like frozen for a while. So before we wrap up the show, Ryan, I know uh you and your dad did a thing with advanced auto parts. Uh give us a little bit of background on that. I think it was like a garage makeover type thing. Well, it was a couple weeks ago we did all these videos for Advance Auto Parts uh, for Father's Day. They're putting a big initiative behind, you know, their official sponsor of the home tracks right now, which is huge. Um, but yeah, they're doing a great promotion where you can win a complete garage makeover. Uh, so go to my Twitter. I just put something out there yesterday of how you can enter to win. Uh, but yes, it's really something for Father's Day, and uh, there's a lot of cool and. Um, and told a bunch of stories and kind of like memories of their dads, you know, whether it's working on a car. Um, and I actually learned some new things about my dad too, given to you by Advanced Auto Parts, which is definitely uh, very cool. Dave. 
Nice, nice. And I think you said uh, fans can go to your Twitter and you put out something yesterday that shows how they can enter and all that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, I'll put, I put a link in there, and uh, I've been putting out videos like every two days and just kind of keeping it going. So, um, yeah. It's pretty cool. Fa- It'd be pretty cool. Father's Day is coming up. Uh, I, I, I have to imagine that uh, since we're on this podcast, Kim and I are not eligible to enter. Um because I could definitely go for a garage makeover, but uh, I'm not 100% could. My garage is basically right now like a glorified carport. It needs a makeover. What are what are some of the uh, moments that you shared uh, with your dad? Like, if you had to pick one moment with your dad, Ryan, in the garage, what uh, what what's the one that stands out? What was one of the coolest moments that you guys shared in one of those videos? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them from you know from him when I was a late model racing or really when I started racing, he was running cup series. So, uh, he would try to make it to as many of mine as he could while still doing his own thing on the weekends. Uh, so that was neat. The commitment he had back and forth. Um, and then we talked about, you know, kind of how our family got racing, uh, you know, his dad and, uh, Dale, his brother, and then kind of down to me and, and, I uh, got started on, you know, talking about how dad got started. Your dad didn't get started till he was, you know, 18, um, he was playing basketball all through high school and things like that and just didn't race until he jumped in at 18 and started running his dad's sprint cars. And, uh, um, so that was, uh, you know, that's something that's a little bit different from the norm. You know, nowadays you got people starting. Well, it's, it just picked up, it picked up right in here. So that kind of makes sense Yeah, that it got shittier. Let me uh, let me do this read real quick. Whether it's in the garage, on the track, or at home, making memories with family is helping us through these uncertain times. And this Father's Day, Advanced Auto Parts wants you to share your special auto DIY moment with Dad for a chance to win the ultimate home garage makeover. To enter the Advanced Auto Parts Garage Moments Contest, just visit advancedautoparts.com and share a favorite garage moment with the father figure in your life. Be sure to include a photo or video. You have until this Father's Day, June 21st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time to submit your entry. No purchase necessary. Official rules can be found at advancedautoparts.com. Solid. Solid right there. Right there. A little, little advanced auto parts love. Um, I can't believe I got through that without really messing it up, which was interesting. Great timing because on my computer it says your network bandwidth is low. Ooh. I'm probably going to run out of data. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit the music and we're going to get out of here because this show is going to take a lot of massaging and editing today. But there's good stuff in there. (laughs) And the rain and the Internet, I think, played hell with uh, Blaney's connection today. The rain. Uh, I think just without any rain, it's still shitty. So we're going to figure something out. You're better now. I had to use my heaters today in the car. My seat heaters. Butt warmers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 50-something degrees this morning. It was. It was chilly. It was chilly. We got about a minute left, so remember, fans, go to uh, advancedautoparts.com. Check out that contest. Also, subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your uh, favorite podcast that you listen to. Rate and review. Comment on YouTube if there's comments this week. I don't know. There should be, I think. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Nah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Negative on those. So, <laughs> try to spoken. 
Also, if you're new to NASCAR, let us know on Twitter what you want to know about the sport, and we'll answer that question. Sounds bueno. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, for what you could hear on my end. I mean, they, they could hear so, you. It, it's going to sound a lot better than you think. Doc is going to be a master editor. Yeah. There might be some inflection changes, like it might go from, and then this happened today. <laughs> But, you know, it's just part of the thing. I'm getting the thought out there. So. Uh, I robot. <laughs> yeah. Blaney so. bot. <laughs>